What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah. I'm Shauna. I'm Sam. And I'm Bobby. And this is Speaking of Murders. back everybody to another episode of speaking of murders and welcome to the new listeners before we get started on today's episode a little bit of business we have two other shows make sure you're checking those out speaking of missing persons and speaking of hauntings if you want to see any photos associated with today's episode make sure you're checking out our socials instagram and facebook we're on there we're posting pictures there uh if you want bonus episodes get on our patreon that's linked in the episode and show description patreon.com slash missing murdered haunted we got bonus episodes coming out every other saturday and uh don't forget to leave us five stars wherever you're listening leave a comment review whatever and if you have a case that you want to hear on the show send that to our email missing murdered haunted at gmail.com so now that's out of the way shauna tell us about some murders absolutely we're going to speak about a murderer let me tell you, it's a weird one. A weird one. Okay. We're going to talk about a woman named Julia Enright. Julia Gulia. In 2018, Julia was 21 years old. She All worked right, at... What? <laughs> that's it. Story. <laughs> End <laughs> of story. Thanks for coming. Come back next week. Hey. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> Real quick, Shauna, before you get any further into the story, uh, listeners out there, we have a puppy that we got recently, and he's in studio with us today, so you might hear some puppy noises in the background. We hope you find them as adorable as we do. His name's Floyd. Yeah, his name's Floyd. We all got puppies, but only one of them is here making noise today. (laughs) (laughs) He's really cute. Wish you could see it. Maybe should we post a picture of Floyd on our socials? We should. Special studio guest, Floyd. <laughs> Let's do it. I think we should add Kylo and Beatrice also, though, because they're also cute. Absolutely. Stay tuned for puppy pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so, Julia, she worked as a phlebotanist by day. Phlebotomist? Yes, phlebotomist. thank you. I try. Drawing blood. <laughs> I really, really do. And a dominatrix by night. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> her, unlike her dominatrix business card, uh, it like held the name Mistress Jasmine. Okay. Miss Jasmine? Mi- Mistress Jasmine. Mistress Jasmine. Okay. You know, just side note, how did the word mistress become like a bad thing when it used to be like the woman of the house was the mistress and then it like somehow flip-flopped i don't think mistress is a bad thing for a dominatrix no i'm saying like there's multiple different meanings behind the word mistress but like back in the day if you were if you were the wife yeah, you were of the, the household. You were the mistress, and not the mistress, and right. not the other woman. Yeah, 
It's a very I didn't weird. Even, I don't know. I didn't even think about it that way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, mistress. Okay. So she had two very exciting jobs. Mm-hmm. Hurting people, and then her other job, hurting people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. She had openly admitted that she enjoyed blood play. Which makes okay. sense that she would be a phlebotomist then. So, little side note here. She lived in Ashburnham, Massachusetts, which is where this is sort of going to take place. Okay. So, again, I still find that to be a little weird for like a Massachusetts native. I just don't see that up there. Why? Dominatrix. It's like it's like the the witchcraft capital. But when I think of when I think of that part of our country, I think of like grab your muskets, like type of historical stuff. Yeah, like not. Yeah, like we're gonna we're gonna go out and we're gonna like reenact wars and shit. That's what I see coming from up there. I feel like we should cut this out. That's just what I picture. We'll see what makes the cut. Okay, anyway. She was known to also make art from animal bones. She would keep dead animals in jars. These would be like called wet specimens. Yes. And she also kept vials of human blood. Okay. From like willing participants? I never said. You know what, though? Now that I'm thinking about it, I hope that she wasn't stealing them from her her day job. I'd be fucked up. That's why I said, were they willing participants? Well, my brain went to her her getting them from, like, the dominatrix job. But then again, I now I went to, like... She was stealing them, she okay. She was taking them from her day job. Okay. Well, my brain never went there. In 2016, Julia met a a guy named Brandon Chickles. On a bus. Uh, So she was on the bus because she was doing like high school vocational stuff, like schooling or whatever. And so then the two like hit it off on the bus and then they started dating despite their differences. Because I mean, Jasmine's into like, if Jasmine, Julia's into like this really dark kind of stuff. To where Brandon was a Boy Scout and kind and thoughtful. And he was described as having like this quirky laugh. But... People think that they hit it off because they were both considered to be, like, outsiders. Like, didn't have very many friends or anything. The two would go to a neighbor's treehouse, like, back in the woods, and they would have sex there. Julia had actually turned this neighbor's treehouse into, like, a like a dom dungeon. Uh, so did like, she have permission? I don't know the answer to that either. So if you're listening, check your treehouses. I just feel like that's an odd place to have a dom dungeon. Like anytime I I hear about some kind of dom situation or sex dungeon or whatever, I always picture it being in a basement for Same. some reason. Not always. No. I Depends do too, on but I think it's because into. I feel like we think that because it's, like, dark and you'd light, like, candles and you make it all mysterious. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I doing it, like having it in the treehouse would, like, fall in that uh, category of, what uh, what is it, voyeurism or whatever? Yeah. Like, 
wanting to be caught but not wanting to be caught see, like that's you want what, people to watch you yeah you, see that's what i was thinking why hmm. she picked the neighbor's tree house was because it was like almost that wanting to get caught kind right. of thing it's like a added adrenaline rush on top of everything else check your tree houses because she like full-blown turned this tree house into like a dom dungeon there was like chains on the walls and all kinds of stuff of this tree house the two of them actually ended up breaking up in 2018 and were, but they were like still like friends. They would talk and stuff. And this is when Julia would start dating a guy named Jonathan Lind. Brandon had also started dating someone new at this, this point, And he had started working as a heating technician and had every intention on starting you know, his own business in the future like that was his goal so he was like really trying to like work for something by june 24th 2018 brandon was reported missing he was supposed to be at a family member's house on june 23rd but had never showed up the family said his disappearance was really odd because he was looking forward to turning 21 and he was like supposed to be going to like um like a father's day thing so they, they like, it was just struck them as odd why he never showed up. Like, he had made the plans and everything to be there. A week later, his Honda was found in a, like, abandoned in a supermarket parking lot. And then a week after that, on July 10th, 2018, his body was found by a jogger on the side of Route 119 in Ringed, Ringed New Hampshire. Okay. So that was, it's like a town just over the Massachusetts state line. He had been stabbed 12 times. Shit. His body was wrapped in a blanket, tarp, sheet, and then put into two different trash bags that was duct taped. He was decomposed very badly, but they know that he was stabbed 12 times because his shirt had 12 slits in it. Gotcha. So and this is her new boyfriend? No. Her new her boyfriend, old boyfriend. Her old boyfriend. Her new boyfriend's name is John. Police immediately checked Brandon's phone records, which led them to Julia's house. She had asked him to come over, but told him not to tell anybody. Weird. So they they went to Julia's house straight away and they started doing a search and they found blood animal carcasses, buckets of animal organs, used condoms, and a lot of knives. Ew, why would you keep used condoms? Why would you keep dead animals and their Because she was using them for art. Yeah, she was making them. That's why I didn't question that part. Right. She was making art with animal bones and, like, making specimens, like wet specimens and dry specimens with them, like in the vials and stuff. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm with Bobby. All of it seems kind of odd. But you're into what you're into. They had also went to the treehouse and found blood on the stairs inside the treehouse and under the treehouse, which was tested and found out to be Brandon's blood. Julia originally had told them in the first interview that she hadn't seen him that day, that he had, uh, that he had changed his mind and said he wasn't coming. Then she changed, like, later she changed her statement and said that he had come over and they had just sat in the car, gotten drunk, and then he left, bought drugs, and never showed back up. 
a very likely story how if he left how would she know that he bought drugs yeah like he told her he was going to go buy cocaine and then come back and share it with her but he never showed back up and was that something that he did on the regular i don't know he was described he wasn't described in any type of way of being that type of person i mean he had a really good job and was had goals in life i don't know if he would have been doing drugs or not police look further into like her phone because i mean they found blood his blood so they check her phone and they found text messages from her to john the night before brandon was murdered that said do you think we could add bubbles to the blood to the bloodbath ah so they they wanted to get a lot of blood that's what it sounded like i don't think that you could though oh are you saying you don't think you can put bubbles inside of blood I don't think, I mean, you could put bubbles inside of blood. I don't think that you could put bubbles inside of a whole ass blood bath. By the time that you consumed or like got that much blood, it would be so thick. I don't think that it would be a thing. I think it depends on how quickly you amass that yeah. amount of blood. On I'm just, how but yes, it, it would, would be. It would get coagulated pretty fast. Yeah, doesn't it? It doesn't take, no, it's, it's like seconds, minutes. That's what I thought. I was going to say, they would have to mix it with something yeah, in order like to take, water? like, a literal bath no, in it. water will not keep it from clotting. You need some clotting. kind of anticoagulant. That's what they use uh, yeah. at blood banks and stuff. Heparin. Hmm. I was just, I was just, I, think, right? I just had a, th- I yes, was just thinking on heparin. the question. Because it's a very odd question. Which she would have access to. I mean, she yeah. would have access to heparin. Well, now that keeps blood from clotting. Right after she had sent that text to John, she had invited Brandon over that day, the next day, for the next day. So she asked the question and then was like, hey, Brandon, want to come over? Like, that's not suspicious enough. After killing Brandon, Julia wrote in her journal. Oh, we know she killed him? Oh, yeah, we know she killed him. Okay. We jumped they, right no, to that. Say, we're just skipping ahead. Oh, no, there was no... <laughs> the police had no... Uh, they knew it was her, specifically. There was no guessing game in this because of how it, like, how it had panned out. They had caught up to her pretty fucking quickly. Like, there's blood in the treehouse. It's her fucking Dom dungeon. She's sending these text messages they had proof that Brandon got asked to come over. Like, they're almost dead positive it's her. Okay. And then this seals her fate. Um, She had wrote that it was a form of a present for John, but he didn't seem to like it. Like, killing Brandon was yes. a gift. Quote, it was a form of a present. I did it just for him. That was my intention. She had also wrote that he didn't seem to like the surprise. Uh, who would? Yeah, I can't imagine anyone it would be. It like, would take a fucking me? special, oh right? Like you. surprise. It would take a fucked up individual to be like, "Oh, that's the greatest gift I ever got. Thank you for stabbing that guy for me." Murder in my name, so romantic. Mm. You must truly care for only me to murder your ex-boyfriend. Who was doing his own thing. Yeah, Yeah. that wasn't even bothering her. She had also written things in this journal like, 
I daydream about it occasionally, like murder. I just have this insatiable curiosity to kill a person. Okay, so she's a twisted, yeah, she messed up human being. She has problems. Cool. After killing Brandon, she had wrote about being turned on, but when asked about this by the cops, she said that she was talking about robbing graves of bones to give to John, like human graves. There's no way. I'm just going to say. So now how, we have... How big f- is this girl? Do we know? Uh, like, I'm just, like, imagining one girl by herself digging up an entire grave and prying the lid off of a casket all by herself. I don't know. She might have had help with that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just seems a little unrealistic. It so, takes, like, a group of men. So basically, yeah, because they vault them. Yeah. So how you getting the vault off? I, I have no idea. She just, she has been labeled an animal killer. Well, she is an animal killer. A dominatrix, a grave robber, a murderer, you name it. She's she been labeled that. She would have had to have been digging up like very old graves. Yeah, probably. Two weeks after Brandon's body was found, Julia re- was arrested on first degree murder charges. That's why I said it didn't take them any time to nail it down that Julia did this. Prosecutors found out that she had tried to obtain a fetus from an abortion clinic the day before she killed Brandon. She had literally tried to bribe someone at an abortion clinic to be like, yeah, I'll give you this dead fetus. Wow. I'm curious what she offered. Yeah, I know. Couldn't have been a lot. She clearly was told no on this, by the way. Good. Right. So, so she's 5'5", 170 pounds. Yeah, so pretty much no. It would take her forever to dig up a grave by herself. I think she might have had help. I could see maybe if she's making her subs do it. Maybe. Could be. Which it doesn't really sound like she has any. I mean, I don't know. I never really went into detail about how many subs she had or whatever. So... Her trial started in November. The first time she had walked into court was on Brandon's 21st birthday. That is how his family got to celebrate his birthday. That's shitty. Yeah, I feel so bad for his family. Prosecutors tried to argue or say they said she had tried to kill Brandon many times before, but he would never come over. Once he finally agreed, she trapped him, like in the treehouse. Before he had ever shown up, she had uh, had already covered the blanket or covered the floor with the tarp of the blanket he was, that he would have later been found in. She had also bought rope, rope and chains that were never found after the fact. Julia, they even said that Julia had um, like went home showered, changed her clothes, ate sushi with John, and then sent Brandon a bunch of text messages trying to establish an alibi. Like, some of them would read, why didn't you show up and meet me? Or just asking if he was okay. Which is fucked up. Why would you do that? To establish an alibi. I mean, I guess if, like, somebody was supposed to come over and they didn't show up, you would be like, hey, are you okay? Yeah, but I would only text them once. And then if they didn't reply in maybe, like, five hours, be like, hey, no, really, are you okay? I mean, I'd probably just call them. Ah. But either way, 
I must have flighty friends because I would not be that sketched out if none of my friends replied to me in six hours. I'd be like, yeah, okay, they're um, fine, I'm if sure. If Samantha <laughs> doesn't respond to me within a certain amount of time, video chat. I want to see video proof you're alive. <laughs> She's hunting my ass down in like 15 minutes. The defense argued that it was quite different than what the prosecutor said. They said Julia had asked Brandon to come over for sex at the treehouse, but when he arrived, she had changed her mind and Brandon got mad, then tried to force her into the corner to try to rape her. Julia said okay. that right that when that was happening, she had closed her eyes, pulled out the knife she carries with her everywhere, and just started stabbing him. Yeah, don't believe it. No. No lies she she quote in court said he just wasn't stopping and i pulled out my knife so like she admits to stabbing him at least but she's saying it's self-defense i know and it's not it's clearly not self-defense while on the stand julia said that john helped her dispose of brandon's body which is the first time john's been brought up in this case so basically she's incriminating him for helping her drop his body off where it was what a great girlfriend. Right. Which I'm sure she had to have had help. Oh, probably. Julia had never spoken of the attempted rape before her testimony in court. And so it kind of makes it seem extra just bullshit. Yeah. Defense. The defense also tried to bring her alternative, and I'm using that in air quotes, alternative lifestyle. They tried to say that the prosecution was trying to bring that in to discredit her as a human being, which there's nothing wrong with being a dominatrix or a phlebotanist. No, but there's something wrong with murdering someone in cold blood. Yes. I would even say there's something wrong with murdering animals. Now, if you're collecting, like, I don't know, roadkill for bones to use for jewelry, that's a completely different story. You do you. Don't go murdering animals for it. In the end, Julia was charged with second-degree murder... She got life with the possibility of parole after 25 years, which is bullshit. Hope she stays there. I'm going to leave you with the fact that I don't know what has happened to John yet, except for the fact that he is out on bail, which was originally set for like $25,000, but got dropped to 7500 He also has to wear a GPS tracker so that he cannot run. And he is awaiting sentencing, but it keeps getting pushed back due to COVID. I would, uh, they, I would be pissed if I was him. Uh, they're trying to get him on perjury charges. If her journal is true and he was pissed off that she even did this and like, and you have to think, well, if, if he actually try, was trying to rape her, why not call the police right then? I I don't know. But Instead of trying to hide his body and steal his blood. I will say that the whole John thing, the the likelihood of him actually helping her put Brandon where they did was very accurate because his cell phone had ping towers there multiple times in one day. Oh, I'm sure he did help her. So, yes, he should go to freaking jail for helping her. Which, but I would be pissed if I was him if it he had nothing to do with it in the first place. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. She was doing this as a gift to him. Like, anybody wants that as a fucking gift. Right. No, absolutely. Because now the gift he, you gave him is prison time. 
Well, technically, that's not entirely true because in the state of Massachusetts, he could get off with just having to pay them a $1,000 fine for assisting after the fact. Well, either way. Which I think is kind of fucked up. The max sentence he can get is like 12 years. Um, I will also say that Brandon's mom reading a statement from her after uh, Julia's court uh, stuff almost made me cry because she's like, now I get to choose what I have to drive by on my way to work, where she put his car or where she put his body. Every day she has to drive by that just to go to work, which is fucking sad. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. So there's uh, the the case of Julia, the really fucked up individual. All right. Well, if you enjoyed that episode, let us know. Leave five stars wherever you're listening. Leave a review. Share it with your friends, your family, whoever. And uh, make sure you're getting subscribed to the Patreon so you're not missing out on any bonus episodes. Does anyone have any final thoughts? No. No. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. 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 Bye.